to the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Uh, Betsy from St. Paul was the winner about 20 minutes ago. She'll be joining us Saturday morning for the Royal Wedding Pajama Party. Tomorrow is the last day that we will be giving these passes away. So tune in tomorrow. Each show will have one final pair to give away. Has a lady named Adrea won yet? I can she's only speak crazy. for our show. She's going, is she's she, going crazy. Is, no, she came up to me show. at the race for the cure. She's like, I've got to get it. I'm so worthy. I'm so into this wedding. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so excited about the wedding. I uh, know. Uh-huh. All right, it's time. Are you excited for this? I know you are. Okay, Donnie, what enjoy. are we playing? Uh, rock and Roll Jeopardy. So you have to form your responses. It has to be in the form of a question. Okay. Form of a question. Okay, here we go. Let me get my little buzzer ready in case you get it wrong. Oh, All dear. Right. Uh, this rock band released the album 5150 in 1986. Who are Who is you two? Ju- who is you two? Uh, oh, sorry. no, who no. is... No, 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 no. Who is Prince? Who are the Thompson Trents? Who is Prince? No. 1986, who is Van Halen? Whoa, 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 whoa. Julia. Who is Van Halen? Do we get it? Just keep ants and... No, why not? Why not? Let's not be that stickler for the rules. Okay. Finish. Was that just a pure guess? Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, 86. Okay. We talked about Van Halen last week. Remember? 86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Finish the lyric. A little ditty about Jack and Diane. What's the next? Just living in a can. can. No. Living little ditty about, about Jack, Jack and Diane. Diane. Two little kids, kids living in the, the best, heartland. Doing the best they can. I'm going to give it to Julia. She was close. Yeah. Two American kids growing up in the heartland. Yeah. Okay. That was close enough, Julia. Right, so two you. for you. Ooh, better than me Ooh. living in a can. Living in a can. I kind of like that. <laughs> You know, because people live in cans As all one the time. Does. As one they does. Do. When, you, when right. you're in the heartland. <laughs> Very uh, big can, though. Yes. <laughs> okay, easy one here. This singer won the 1996 Grammy Song of the Year for... Who is Celine Dion? <laughs> Can I finish? What year? 1996. He... Uh, I gave you. I already gave you the, mm-hmm. the sex. Grammy Song of the Year for... Kiss from a Rose. Who is Seal? Seal. Mm-hmm. All right, Julia snuck yeah, in there. You did. Boy, three. I know. Did you, you like the, my Celidion guess? I, I did. Run the table here. I am. Okay. No, don't ever say that. Laurie will come in. Okay. The two names mentioned in Elton John's original "Candle in the Wind." Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe. Who is Marilyn and, Monroe? Yes. And, and who is who is? Pope Francis the second. Uh, no, that would be that would be wrong. Again, Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe and, and it's oh, right at the beginning one. of the song. No, it, um, Greta Garbo. No, that's Vogue. No, 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 Vogue. no. like blowing like candles in the wind. I can't even think. Okay. I can't. No, wait, don't. Okay, die. all right, up. No, Give I'm us not, a clue. Give us another better clue. It's the right at the beginning of the song. He is, says. He is says, it a period piece? He is says. It a, he says goodbye. Yellow Brick Road. Road. No, that's a different song. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Norma Jean. That's it. It's both names for Marilyn Monroe. Yes, goodbye, Norma Jean and Marilyn Monroe. Julia. Well, Lori got a half point. Yeah, I get a half. Okay. You really get both a half for that. Three and a half to a half. I'm giving myself a half. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's your last one. Okay. Mr. Las Vegas is the nickname which offered me first to this singer. Mr. Las Vegas. Who is Dean Martin? 
No. Mm. Who is who, who is, is the, the who's Wayne Newton? I knew what I was thinking. Who was the crusty old guy? Lori yeah. snuck in there. Oh, yeah, I got it. Who is Wayne Newton? Yes. So uh Three and a half to one and a half. Oh, that's pretty bad. Who is Wayne? I couldn't think of his name, but I was going to say, okay. you but know, you the guy that's, well. that's never wrinkled. Was, yeah, the yes. most. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was impressed okay. with how well you did. Yeah, the Thank Julia you, did Donnie. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Pitbull. Okay, Thank you. so this is, I I guess I'd rather talk about Met Gala drama than this Laurel Yanni uh, yes, I agree. The thing. Because I think everyone knows about that already, and yeah. we're not going to shed any new light. Although no. someone did say she heard it different on the radio, and then she put on an old Walkman, and it sounded like the exact opposite. It's just, it's like the blue <laughs> Don't dress. Don't even give it I, any room. Uh, I can't no, even no. give it any room. So that's okay. why we're going We're going about the Met Gala, which was uh, 13 it. days ago or whatever. Let's do it. So Amal and George Clooney were the two of the first people to arrive. She was one of the chairs. Her mullet dress, pant dress ensemble was was by Richard Quinn. It was photographed everywhere. Vogue devoted an article, um, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it didn't say much about the theme of the evening. Nothing, nothing. So the Met Gala is long over, but the fallout is lingering. Page six has learned that Amal infuriated people at Fashion Forces at Vogue. Anna Wintour, I don't know, you know, she's on the cover. Yep. Amal is on the cover of uh, the June issue. So, and the reason she did is, and also pissed the hell out of Tom Ford, is they designed this red gown, which looked like stained glass. Which she changed into when she was inside the Met Gala. But she was going to wear it on the red carpet. And they said why they would have wanted that dress then to have been made available to someone else for a high profile. They didn't know that she, she finished the red carpet Went into the gift shop, yep. changed into the Tom Ford red dress, which would have been perfect because it looked like a stained glass window. It was stunning. It, it would have been on theme because the thing that she wore in, kind of the tinfoil bustier long trail thing, was impossible to wear inside because it had the long trail. Yeah. And Tom Ford had worked with her for weeks, weeks. and weeks and weeks yes. making the custom stained glass red yes. dress for her. Anyway. She anyway, didn't wear it. The bottom line, this is a very tacky thing for her to do. And now people are feeling uh, that they can go ahead and talk to page six. Let About it be known that, that Tom she was Ford, tacky. that that was very tacky, that she's the co-chair, that she embarrassed Vogue, pissed off Tom Ford. It was a custom gown that was for her and Ooh. that it should have been photographed. Right. On the red carpet. Well, absolutely. The because because right. it was embarrassing to the gala. The, the She's a co-chair. And then to wear it inside where, so no one can wear it in the future. That's right. So he can't get any exposure for that beautiful dress, period. Except because, for the one photo of her walking in with George to the after party. It, which is hard. Is it a good view of it? I mean, because they take such beautiful photographs on the steps of the, the Met. The Tom so, Ford gown yeah. was so much better. It was, so, the, was what it? she ended up wearing was a young designer, a young English designer, mm-hmm. and she changed at the last second. That Someone else did that. I believe it was um, Anne Hathaway did that to Dior. Don't you remember? She mm-hmm. was under Dior contract, and at the last minute with the year she won her 
Oh, Oscar, her Oscar yeah. for Les Miserables. She, she changed, changed the into gown. the pink tra- product because right. she thought it was too much like the other dress. Right. And they had made this beautiful made, Valentino. It was right. a Valentino, was a, right. Amanda and, Seyfried was the other woman. Yes. yes. Good memory, yeah. fashion recall. <laughs> so, because that was a big deal yes. when Anne Hathaway so did I think, it. I feel like that was the last big fashion yes. kerfuffle. And we have another one. So, fashion people. Feelings are hurt, but it is a big deal at Vogue and a big deal at Tom Ford. Amal Clooney doesn't care. She's wearing Prada to the wedding of Meghan and Prince Are they, Harry. And they're, invo- they're, they're invited. invited. Oh, yeah. They're invited, and she is wearing Prada. And how do you know that for sure? I have a little bird that told me about Prada, which means it's a gossip website that I can't remember, but very reliable. I think Lainey. Oh, and gossip. she told you that she's wearing Prada. She's wearing Prada, and uh, the hairdresser who gives Megan blowout sometimes is doing Amal's hair. Well, for Amal the told Megan about it's Amal's hairdresser that she told Megan about. Yes. So okay. Yeah. So they are going, wow. and I guess that's what gets you an invitation. Find somebody good in London who can do your hair. A, pr- you know? a future duchess's princess's hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, she won't be a princess. She's going to be a duchess. duchess. That's correct. Yes. Okay. All right. Listen, we come back. We have uh, random thoughts. And if you don't know what a mule is, you've been hearing, seeing that in fashion. <laughs> what is a mule? What's a mule shoe? It's come back in. We've it's, worn them forever. We've worn them forever, but they periodically, they go in and out of fashion every 10 years. They're back in style. Take a look. To the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Uh, Betsy from St. Paul was the winner about 20 minutes ago. She'll be joining us Saturday morning for the Royal Wedding Pajama Party. Tomorrow is the last day that we will be giving these passes away. So tune in tomorrow. Each show will have one final pair to give away. Has a lady named Adrea won yet? I can she's only speak crazy. for our show. She's going, is she, she's going crazy. Is she no, came up to me show. at the race for the cure. She's like, I've got to get it. I'm so worthy. I'm so into this wedding. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so excited about the wedding. I uh, know. Uh-huh. All right, it's time. Are you excited for this? I know you are. Okay, Donnie, what enjoy. are we playing? Uh, rock and roll Jeopardy. So you have to form your responses. It has to be in the form of a question. Okay. Form of a question. Okay, here we go. Let me get my little buzzer ready in case you get it wrong. Oh, All dear. Right. Uh, this rock band released the album 5150 in 1986. Who are Who is you the, two? Ju- who is you two? Uh, oh, sorry. no, who no. is... No, 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 no. Who is Prince? Who is Prince? No. 1986, who is Van Halen? Whoa, 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 whoa. Julia. Ooh! Who's Van Halen? Can we get it? Just keep ants. No, why not? Why not? Let's not be that stickler for the rules. Okay. Finish. Was that just a pure guess? Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. 86. We talked about Van Halen last week, remember? 86. Okay. All right. Finish the lyric. A little ditty about Jack and Diane. What's the next? Just living in a can. Can. No. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. Two little kids kids living in the heartland. Doing the best they can. I'm going to give it to Julia. She was close. (laughs) Two American kids growing up in the heartland. That was close enough, Julia. So two for you. Better than me living in a can. I kind of like that. You know, because people live in cans as all one the time. Does. As one does. does. When, you, when right. you're in the heartland. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, big can, though. Yes. <laughs> okay, easy one here. This singer 
won the 1996 Grammy Song of the Year for... Who is Celine Dion? <laughs> Can I finish? What year? 1996. He... Uh, gave you, I already gave you the, mm-hmm. the sex. Grammy Song of the Year for Kiss from a Rose. Who is Seal? Mm-hmm. Right, Julia yeah, snuck in there. You did. Boy, three. I know. Did you, you like my the, Celine Dion guess? I, I did. Did. run I the table here? I am. Okay. No, don't ever say that. Laurie will come in. Okay. The two names mentioned... In Elton John's original "Candle in the Wind," Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe who is Marilyn and, Monroe. Yes, and, and who is who is Pope Francis the Second? Uh, no, no that, would be, that would be wrong. Uh, Marilyn, Monroe Marilyn Monroe, and, and oh, it's right at the beginning friend. of the song. No, it, um, it, Greta Garbo. No, that's Vogue. No, 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 no. like blowing like candles in the wind. I can't even think. Okay. I can't. Even. No, wait. Don't die. Okay. Don't. All right. Up. No, give I'm us not. a clue. Give us another better clue. It's the right at the beginning song. He is, says. He is says, it a period piece? He is says. It a, he says goodbye. Yellow, Yellow brick, brick road. road. No, that's a different song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, Norma Jean. That's it. It's both names yeah. for Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Yeah. Goodbye, right, Norma Jean right. and yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Julia. Well, Lori got a half point. Yeah, I get a we'll half. Go. Okay. We'll go we really get so, a both a half for that. Three and yeah, a half to a I'm half. I'm giving myself a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's your last one. Okay. Mr. Las Vegas is the nickname which offered me first to this singer. Mr. Las Vegas. Who is Dean Martin? No. Mm. Who is who, who is, is the, the who's Wayne Newton? I knew what I was thinking. Who is the Crestio Lori, guy? Lori yeah. snuck in there. Oh, oh my god. Who is Wayne right. Newton? Yes. So uh Three and a half to one and a half. Oh, that's pretty bad. Who is Wayne? I couldn't think of his name, but I was going to say, you know, the guy that's that's never wrinkled. Yeah, the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was impressed with how well you did. Yeah, Julia did. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Pitbull. Okay, so this is, I I guess I'd rather talk about Met Gala drama than this Laurel Yanni uh, I agree. The thing. Because I think everyone knows about that already, and yeah. we're not going to shed any new light. Although no. someone did say she heard it different on the radio, and then she put on an old Walkman, and it sounded like the exact opposite. It's just, <laughs> it's like the- Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from including calorie smart protein plus and keto get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time sign up and save we've done the math factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious what are you waiting for get started today and get after your goals Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
blue Don't dress. Don't even give it I, any room. I, I can't no, no. even give it any room. So that's okay. why we're going. We're going about the Met Gala, which was uh, 13 it. days ago or whatever. Let's do it. So Amal and George Clooney were the two of the first people to arrive. She was one of the chairs. Her mullet dress, pant dress ensemble was by Richard Quinn. It was photographed everywhere. Vogue devoted an article. Um, blah blah blah. But anyway, it didn't say much about the theme of the evening. Nothing. At all. Nothing. So. The Met Gala is long over, but the fallout is lingering. Page Six has learned that Amal infuriated people at Fashion Forces at Vogue. Anna Wintour, I don't know, you know, she's on the cover. Yep. Amal is on the cover of uh, the June issue. So, and the reason she did is, and also pissed the hell out of Tom Ford, is they designed this red gown, which looked like stained glass. Which she changed into once she was inside the Met Gala. But she was going to wear it on the red carpet. Oh, okay. And they said why they would have wanted that dress then to have been made available to someone else for a high profile. Adv- they didn't know that she she finished the red carpet, went into the gift shop, yep. changed into the Tom Ford red dress, which would have been perfect because it looked like a stained glass window. It was stunning. It, it would have been on theme because the thing that she wore in, kind of the tinfoil bustier long trail thing, was impossible to wear inside because it had the long trail. Yeah. And Tom Ford had worked with her for weeks, weeks. and weeks and weeks yes. making the custom stained glass red yes. dress for her. Anyway. She anyway, didn't wear it. The bottom line, this is a very tacky thing for her to do. And now people are feeling uh, that they can go ahead and talk to page six. Let About it be known that, that Tom she was Ford, that that was very tacky, that she's the co-chair, that she embarrassed Vogue, pissed off Tom Ford. It was a custom gown that was for her and mm. that it should have been photographed. Right. On the red carpet. Well, absolutely. The because because right. it was embarrassing to the gala. The, the She's a co-chair. And then to wear it inside where so no one can wear it in the future. That's right. So he can't get any exposure for that beautiful dress period. Except for the one photo of her walking in with George to the after party. It, which is hard. Is it a good view of it? I mean, because they take such beautiful photographs on the steps of the, the Met. The Tom so, Ford gown yeah. was so much better. It was so, the, was what it? she ended up wearing was a young designer, a young English designer, mm-hmm. and she changed at the last second. That someone else did that. I believe it was um, Anne Hathaway did that to Dior. Don't you remember? Mm-hmm. She was under Dior contract, and at the last minute, with the year she won her. Oh, Oscar, Her Oscar yeah. for Les Miserables, she, she changed, changed the gown. She changed the pink tr- product because right. she thought it was too much like the other dress. Right. And they had made this beautiful made, Valentino. It was a right. Valentino, was a, right. Amanda and, Seyfried was the other woman. Yes. yes. Good memory, yeah. fashion recall there, <laughs> So, Because that was a big deal yes. when Anne Hathaway so did I think, it. I feel like that was the last big fashion yes. kerfuffle. And we have another one. So fashion people... Feelings are hurt, but it is a big deal at Vogue and a big deal at Tom Ford. Amal Clooney doesn't care. She's wearing Prada to the wedding of Meghan and Prince are they, Harry. And they're, invo- they're, they're invited. invited. Oh. They're invited, and she is wearing Prada. And how do you know that for sure? I have a little bird that told me about Prada, which means it's a gossip website that I can't remember, but very reliable. I think Lainey. Oh, and gossip. she told you that she's wearing Prada. She's wearing Prada, and uh, the hairdresser who gives Megan blowouts sometimes is doing Amal's hair. Well, Amal told Megan about 
it's a mall's hairdresser that she told Megan about. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. So they are going. Wow. And I guess that's what gets you an invitation. Find somebody good in London who can do your hair. A, pr- you know? a future duchess's princess's hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, she won't be a princess. She's going to be a duchess. duchess. That's correct. Yes. Okay. All right. Listen, we come back. We have uh, random thoughts. And if you don't know what a mule is, you've been hearing, seeing that in fashion. What is a mule? What's a mule shoe? It's come back in. We've worn them forever. We've worn them forever, but they periodically, they go in and out of fashion every 10 years. They're back in style. Take a look at them. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon, Michigan State, Michigan State has reached a $500 million settlement with the 332 women and girls who said they were sexually assaulted by former MSU and USA gymnastics doctor Larry Nassar. Also trending net neutrality, the U.S. Senate has voted to restore FCC net neutrality this afternoon. Now it goes to the House. Now it goes to the House, right? Still a process. All right, also serial trending. HBO is set to air a four-hour documentary series about the subject of the first season of the wildly popular podcast, attempting to trace the details of an odd science conviction in relation to his girlfriend's disappearance and the events that followed. Also trending, CBS Upfronts, the network is revealing its 2018-2019 lineup. And also trending would be still Laurel and Yanni. Oh my goodness, what do you think? That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Playing this Janet Jackson song because Molly, you know who you are, reminded us that on this day in 1966, Janet Jackson was born in Gary, Indiana, youngest sister of legendary Michael Jackson. She's 52 years old today, and like her brother, she has quite a career. She does. Singer, songwriter, dancer, actress, millions of records. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Miss Jackson. Jackson. Mm -hmm. If you will. If you will. So... Mm -hmm. Really a delightful clubhouse last night uh, on Bravo. Andy Cohen had Jimmy Buffett in the clubhouse and actress Carol Kane. Of course, you know, she was the the ugly, witchy-looking lady in Princess Bride. Of course, young Frankenstein. I mean, she's just been in a lot of... Taxi. 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 She's on the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's the landlord on that. She's hysterical. Hysterical. And she still has that voice. Yes. Very high pitched. Very, and uh-huh. she just was so sweet. And Jimmy Buffett was so. They were like just a an, a remarkable combination. And Andy, they just met. Yeah, and Andy was just giddy. He kind of was giddy because sometimes he. I think that show, just like anybody, I guess it might have a, you know, a daily show, and sometimes he gets to, you know, has to stuck is stuck talking stuck to these this bravo, bravo, ab- yeah. bravo the that bravo are kind of dull. they're so beyond dull well let's listen to him and then we, well, he he also spilled the beans andy did on who was the drunkest at the met gala that's called the tea julia not the beans i like the beans okay. <laughs> that was a game the tea. that was a game when <laughs> we grew something. up Spill the, beans. spill the beans don't spill the beans yeah i think i vaguely with the remember pots that and the little kidney beans mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah 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 oh, <laughs> that nance in your pants well who was the drunkest at the met gala james corden really james corden he was on with howard stern today and he was and he said it was james corden by the way, he was like blado, blado. He was having such a great time. And Andy said, you know, I did edibles, um, but I couldn't hold a candle 
to James Corden. Well, James probably too. Didn't he just have his like his third kid? He was like really yes, he know, did. Shaking out. Yeah. Okay, here's that. Uh, let's play the first one to, uh, with Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy, do you ever, ever, ever get nervous anymore? Carol and I were talking about nerves earlier. Do you ever get nervous anymore performing anywhere? No, no never. I, I get aware. You get aware. Oh, yeah. When was the last time yeah. you felt really aware about performing? Um, let's see. Uh, I was aware the other day when we we did this great kind of reunion with the Eagles. We played these big shows in uh, Florida. Uh-huh. So I was very aware of the, how much it meant to the audience and how much it meant to me because they gave me my first break when I opened for the Hotel California tour like 30 oh, years ago. Really? We hadn't played together in like almost 40 years and they're great friends and and it was pretty emotional because Glenn's passing and knowing everything, and knowing that Timmy worked in my band, so we had a lot of connections. Wow. It was, yeah, that was emotional. Now, I was at a fundraiser uh, for Hillary Clinton at your house. You played that night with McCartney and Bon Jovi. Yeah. Was that at all, wow. you know, if you get up there with McCartney, is that at all a, a moment well, for I've you? I've been fortunate to know both of those guys kind of as friends, and yeah. so much fun at Soundcheck. I mean, yes, everybody, went, come on. Yeah. on stage with a Beatle, please. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, but it was just so much fun because everybody was having fun. And Paul's a cool guy. Okay, so here's something. So he said the Eagles gave him his break. We're going to regret not going to that concert at Target Field. It's June 30th with the Eagles. And Jimmy Buffett. I know. I know people, you know, who did the whole... We tried to get tickets, I feel. No, we, didn't. we did. We were offered, and then we you were like, I don't want to spend my money this far in advance. Well, it and was, it was like $250 or $80, and we weren't sure about the weekend committing and all of this. But that does kind of... It so, sounds like it's going to be a blast. I know it, it will. All right, let's play the one uh, where Carol Kane plays kind of a little game with Andy about different people she's co-starred with. She has seen it all and worked with everyone, but when it comes to spilling tea on her co-stars, is Kane able? Here's why, Carol, I'm going to go through some familiar faces with whom you've worked. Just say the first word that comes to your mind, okay? Here we go. Um, Bill Murray. Oh, that's so funny. So he can't help it. He can't help it. What about, speaking of funny, what about Andy Kaufman? The most unique performance artist I've ever met. Wow. Uh, What about Ellie Kemper, your co-star in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? One of the greatest women I've ever met. Oh, my God. Ted Danson loved you on Cheers. Oh, so funny, so sexy, so handsome. I'm sorry, Mary Steenburgen. Billy Crystal. Uh, God, I I can't say enough. He just is... uh, uh, inspiration. Inspiration. Gwyneth Paltrow, you were in the pallbearer with Oh, kind, kind rivaling Ellie Kemper and talented up the wazoo. Um, what about Diane Keaton, who's not only your great buddy, but you co-starred in The Lemon Sisters. My dear friend. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she is, uh, Essential in my life. Essential in your life. Last up, Titus Burgess from uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Unbearably hysterically funny. (laughs) Thank you very much. I love it. Essential. That's what she Mm -hmm. called Diane Keaton. Okay. And then uh, Andy sometimes has a shady character of something asked, 
questions that he doesn't want to ask exactly. himself, even though he repeats whatever shady parrot is asked. <laughs> right. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> yes, where he's I got know. shady What's whatever. Shady monkey, shady. Shady yeah. this, this, shady, shady So that. here's the shady parrot. Jimmy's legions of fans call themselves parrot heads, but I know one parrot who's headed straight for Jimmy's jugular. Here's what, Jimmy, we have a shady stoner parrot who wants answers. If he doesn't get them, someone's eyes are getting pecked out. Shady bird, are you here? Molly want the tea. <laughs> okay, Shady Parrot, what's your first question uh, for Jimmy Buffett? Name one song you wish you never had to sing again. <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> Is there one Jimmy Buffett song that you are sick of singing? Uh, please take your drunken 15-year-old girlfriend home. Okay, that's an answer. Don't know that one. Shady Parrot. You're the king of laid-back cool. What's the one thing that really sets you off? <laughs> what's something that sets you off? God, that, that parrot is such a stoner. He can barely get the words out. Uh, what sets me off? Mm, uh, running out of tequila. <laughs> running out of tequila. Oh, my God. He's so on brand. I can't even handle it. Um, You're just staying on brand. Right, man. I know. Me too, Jimmy. Yeah. Me too. Uh, okay, uh, okay, Shady Parrot, what's your last question? Do you really like margaritas? <laughs> Uh, you bet your ass, Shady Parrot. You do. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. He was really very he, charming. You know his net worth is $550 yes. million. Oh, dollars. He has the you know Cheeseburger in Paradise restaurants, the yeah. Margaritaville restaurants. Mm -hmm. Wow. The original one's in Maui, right in Lahaina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. And then he's all, got the retirement village. Yeah, Carol Kane said you're crazy that you don't have sunscreen. No kidding. She says, "Why isn't that in your empire?" Right. Oh, she talks, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, Buffett sunscreen. He yeah. was, I mean, darling, I, he I really, was. I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert a long, long time ago, but I was in my twenties and I overindulged. Yeah, and so you don't even remember before much I got sure. to the no, concert. I you pre-partied so too hard. Yeah, you forgot to lay a base. That's right, Julia. So you so don't remember a lot I, of it. Well, not yeah. not like let's you would. Let's just be honest. Yeah, yes. let's be honest. I felt that way about my Grateful Dead concert yeah. experience at the Metrodome. And I feel like it was Long Island Tea, which those oh, things are oh, dangerous. Seventeen types of alcohol oh. in a jug. Yeah. Okay. Let's play the last one. This is a crazy story. I vaguely remember when this happened okay um let's let's play it jimmy sean p wants to know what was going through your mind when the jamaican government shot at your plane mm. uh ducking ducking oh. the two rules and and rock and roll i've found uh never forget to duck and never forget it can go to hell at any minute now but yes ducking came in handy that day they they thought you had tremendous amounts of they weed on did, your plane we, all i had on was bono Oh no! Bono was on Bono board. Bono was on the plane. Wow! Wow! Oh my gosh! Uh, I don't know what he had on him, but uh. Carol Paula G wants to know your best memory of Gene Wilder. Oh well, um, just a a sensitive soul, a wonderful writer, wonderful director, wonderful actor. Were you good buddies with Gilda too? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
Oh. I know she almost got very. Yeah. It sounds for, for like, like clamped very there, verklempt, yeah. and she lives in the same building as Christopher Lloyd from Taxi. Oh. She and Mary Lou talk all the time. She oh and Danny God. DeVito. Yes. Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. here's something about Jimmy Buffett on the lines of tr- getting shut down, you know, shot God. at in Jamaica. 96. Right. This is 2006 in October. The French authorities reportedly seized more than 100 tablets of the drug called ecstasy from his baggage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was just like, oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. They uncovered the tablets of the mind-bending substance, he kept saying that they weren't what they thought they were. It was a vitamin B supplement. Yeah. Well, this Jamaica incident, they fl- they were just taking the plane from to fly from Miami to Jamaica to get some jerk chicken because it's Jimmy's own plane. Right. And they Prop shot plane. at him? And he was with Bono and his family and Chris Blackwell, and he said, the boys were shooting all over the place. I thought we were in a Bond movie. They thought we were a drug runner. Oh, and my gosh. they immediately flew straight back to Miami, and he wrote a song called uh, Jamaica Mistaka. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the name of the song about it, and it appeared on his 1996 album, Banana Wind. And by the way, Molly, you know who you are. She wants us to remember Miss Jackson is being honored at the Billboard Musical Awards on Sunday night. The Icon Award. Yes, she is. So thank you, Molly. And uh, Jimmy Buffett's Escape to Margaritaville, still playing on Broadway. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it just started. It People just started. Are, it's been there it, for a little while. Oh, well, six it? months. Six months? No, it just opened this year, Donnie. And remember, no, no, I knew at that. the opening, yeah. they ran out yeah. of tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People said it's really good. Yeah. Well, the music. You well, know, right. Jamaica Mistaka. And we promise not <laughs> to shoot you out of the sky. And these retirements. <laughs> the retirement home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The retirement communities that you have a Jimmy Buffett lifestyle-ish. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was it was a He's very delightful. fun. They both were. It was a delightful yeah, episode in the really clubhouse. Was. We come back. It is time to Hollywood speak. Uh, we're going to Hollywood speak something that was said about um, a breakup, and um, I think it'll be pretty easy. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, it's time to Hollywood speak. Here it is. Uh, This is from People Magazine. Here's what the source says about Matt Lauer's marriage. The damage in this marriage can't be fixed. Really? (laughs) Really? I know. Um, Understatement of the year. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Apparently, it's not going to be played out in the press. Okay. Uh, They will do everything quietly. She will get the Hamptons house and a chunk of cash. No spouse, so he'll pay child support. And it'll be about 50% of his fortune. Or their fortune. That makes sense. Which is about a little over $100 That makes sense. That's fair. That's a ton of dope. He blew up his life. Yeah, he did blow up his life. For a long time. And think how long it was kept a secret. Mm Mm-hmm. Years. Yeah. Years. Like as long Uh as Harvey. I mean, just think about that. Right. Oh, okay. Here's another one. Jennifer Lopez. Um, This is uh, as reported by InStyle World of Dance. Has that started yet? It started last week. Okay. It started. Mm -hmm. So she said, um, uh, of course, always, you know, you talk to InStyle, you're going to be asked about your curves. You're going to be asked about your body because it's a a magazine about 
And uh, she said, I got a lot of flack about it from people in the industry. They would always say, you should lose a few pounds. You should do this. You should do that. It finally got to the point where I was like, this is who I am. I'm shaped like this. Everybody I grew up with looked like this. And I just started ignoring the advice. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Because her, she's shaped like her mom, and she goes on to say that her dad loved her mom's body. We all had these bodies. And when she came out like 20 years ago, Fly Girl, I mean. She was thicker. Yes. I remember it. Because you didn't see that. Everything was size zero. Everything was thin, 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 no boobs, no no butts. She's smaller than she used to be. Yeah. When she first came out. But you know what? I like that. But you know what? You are sometimes fluffier in your 20s. Absolutely. Your skin is fluffier. You've got more. You still got your. I look at pictures of myself in my 20s and my face looks like a dinner plate. It's very full. Very full. And I'm a little (laughs) bit fuller. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, Amelia Clark. Oh, I love this. This was at the Cannes Film Festival yesterday. She plays what in Game of Thrones again? She's um, uh, Khaleesi. 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 And she's yes. in Solo. Yes. A Star Wars story. The new Star Wars one. Okay. And um, she was asked, uh, she was on this panel. She was asked about, you know, playing, what's it like to play all these strong women? Uh-oh. And she said... Stop referring to female characters as strong. It's completely sexist. It is. If it's not strong, what is it? Does that mean it's a weak? Weak? You think a lead in a movie is going to be weak? Please. Right. I, I, enough already with the strong women. That's so true because who goes to a guy? Um, are you excited about playing such a strong man? man. Yeah. Never. You'd never hear Tom that. Tom Cruise, what's it like to play yet another strong character <laughs> right. in Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible? Never. They just uh, did you use we your took strength? 106 takes. We did this. Right. We did that. No, I, I agree with her. She said, take the strong out of it. Find another adjective, damn it. I'm just plain women. I love her. I do too. And women are strong. And then the journalist would say, well, how should we... What should, she said, well, what does it feel like to play someone with power? What is it like to be the lead in a, in a blockbuster movie? Right. For, did, she like give them, yeah. did she give them those yes. examples, really? Yeah. She's Hollywood speaking the Very good. journalist. Okay, this. Okay, Winslet bugs us so hard. She really does. She really does. Rock and roll and bear. And even though, you know what, we love to talk crap about fashion and we love to say this and that and we, you know, this or that or whatever, we still. I whatever, love fashion. Whatever you want to do, you do you. Absolutely. Sort of you whatever works felt. on you and whatever looks good on you. Yeah. Okay. So um, here's what Kate Winslet had to say. Okay. okay? This is what she said. Okay. She said, uh, there's something sort of uncomfortable to me about seeing women who are clearly presenting themselves in a way that's designed to make people stare, but not for the right reasons. Okay. Please. Why does she care? Why does she care? I don't know. Mm -mm. When Kate Winslet has turned into Mike Pence. Well, she sounds. Please. She does sound a little fuddy-duddy. Jeez, now I have visions of her referring to Ned Rock and Rolla as father as she's buttoning <laughs> up his shirt. I, I mean, can't believe it. Then she so says, visual. when I walk into a room, I hope to have interesting conversations. Oh, please. I'm not interested whether people look at me or, or not. She's In lying. Fact, quite the opposite. My mother always said, don't wear show-off clothes. 
Okay, I'm I'm a little bit opposed to this because when I walk into a room, is the first thought, you know, you might think, gosh, it should be fun to meet some new people or interesting people. But I also, her job is her, are her looks. That's part of her gig. Yeah. And, she, and maybe she doesn't want people to look at her because she's a movie star and she's sick of the attention. But she sounds so snobbish about the way she's presenting this. People that, can dress how they want. Exactly. And when you walk into a room, who even thinks I want people to stop and, and stare at me? Who would even like, think that thought, though? Yeah. I, who would think yeah, that thought? Exactly. Except she for a vain person. Very pretentious. She Thank does. You. I would Judgmental. never. I never mm-hmm. think when I'm going to a new place. Oh, I hope I walk in and everyone looks at me. Yeah. I mean, please. That's not a thought that even crosses a person's mind. Yeah. That's normal. And some people like to direct dress sexy and, and provocative, and it's know, there. It's is their prerogative one of uh, on the girls weekend last yeah. or the week you know the, the five of us each one of us have like our one girl she drops she dresses very. Uh, hippie new age year. Other friend is sort of like she dresses uh, always in a polished blazer and a cute tie. Every uh-huh. one of us has, has a, a different, different look, way a of dressing, look, a business look, a different look. way of dressing. Right. And none of you, all of you, everyone looks great. Right. You dress how you want. But She's, when I walk into a room, yeah, I know. When I walk into, there's something uncomfortable. Uh, about seeing women who are clearly presenting themselves. Sometimes you want people to Absolutely. stare. It's as if she's saying these women are less. Won't, won't be taken seriously if they don't dress more conservatively. Uh, we well, don't care what she's saying. You know, fashion is supposed to be fun. And everyone gets to do with it what they want. Yeah. And if it's she's, a personal she choice. Really, she feels like she's uncomfortable with herself. I'm telling you, things are not good with In that Ned Rock and Rolla. That's what I'm taking from all of that. They, Lori... Mm-hmm. I so agree with mm-hmm. you because she's looking out and talking bad about other people instead women of talking women instead of looking inside her. Yeah. What's up with me? That's right, Lori. Uh, there's so a, insightful. I know. There's a Taylor Swift joke in Deadpool too. Really? Well, they're friends. They're right. friends. Oh, and his daughter um, is part of Taylor Swift's new album, and she mm-hmm. starts it out, and she says like. Taylor or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but her yeah. voice is on the, a song in the album. They're friends. Uh, Jane Fonda was, uh, again, in, in Cannes on the call set. Uh-huh. And she was asked if she would work with Quentin Tarantino. And her answer was, in a blue minute. Good for her. I don't know that I've ever I've, heard I've blue, that phrase. I've heard, I've heard in a York red minute. second. New York Minute? Isn't there, York minute is there a, a red minute. second? I don't, don't know about that one. I don't know, but I kind of like it. She said, in a blue minute, we want, I, I do it. I want to. Can you can you put in a good word? I love her. I know it. So. I love her. And she wanted to push Candace Bergen off of a ladder in the 60s because she was so beautiful. She was so stunning. And it was her boyfriend who insisted that she meet him. And she's like, oh my gosh. He, he told me, yeah, I've met the most beautiful g- girl I've ever seen. <laughs> She said, then I had to meet her, and then I wanted to push her off the ladder. She's Here they are in this movie all these years later. All right, we'll be back.